0: Hi, this is Christopher Lewis
1: and Tina Botgrath
0: and welcome to Dating Intelligence the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times
1: and if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently and if you're already in a relationship, we'll we'll help you keep it fresh.
0: Yeah, keeping it fresh. Keeping
1: it fresh. (laughs) So uh, speaking of keeping it fresh, how do we do that? Okay.
0: Okay, so You know, I'm a guy who likes what I like and wants what I want and likes to get what I want. Of course you do. Did you get all that? Yes, I did. Did it make sense? I
1: like to get what I want.
0: All right. But there always in a relationship has to be um, compromise. And that's what we're going to be discussing today.
1: Well, in order to have a healthy relationship, yeah, that's what a relationship is all about is compromise. Because once you enter into a relationship, mm-hmm. guess what? It's not about you, just you anymore. Now you have to take it, this other person into consideration.
0: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people at the beginning of a relationship, when you start having a compromise because you've been by yourself and doing everything for yourself, it's it's hard. It's not easy because they need to almost like gel their mutual Comprom- Compromisations is that a
1: word together? <laughs> Well, I think too you I know for me, you know when my husband and I got together, we had both been divorced each 10 years. and so I moved in to a house that was his. That he had been living in single, oh yeah, foot loose and fancy free for ten years, and now all of a sudden there's this other person that's like, you know, I don't know about this furniture, <laughs> and you're you're not washing out your pot, you're leaving it in the sink when you're done cooking. Right. You know, there's all these little things that you start realizing now. You have to think of there's somebody else living in this space besides you,
0: right? So what you're saying is that whole "what's yours is mine" really is like. It's mine. It's yeah. all mine. What's
1: what's yours is mine and what's <laughs> mine is mine.
0: Right. But we can't work like that because that relationship <laughs> no. would not last at all. No. It would not last. So no. let's 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 get on this today, people. So once again, we're gonna discuss compromise today. It's it's something that I cherish in a relationship to to make it long lasting and to also make a healthy relationship we have to have compromise
1: oh absolutely and i think what one of the first compromises you make as a couple probably is um well once you decide that you are a couple and once you decide you want to make that move to marriage right this 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 was a conversation for us how do you get married because there's usually one person that wants the great big fancy wedding, especially <laughs> yes. if it's their first wedding. And then maybe the other person's like, mm, I, I don't know.
0: I and, just want to do it in my backyard. Yeah.
1: And how much is it going to cost? Where's
0: the justice of the peace located? Yeah. And
1: I don't really like <laughs> my family. I don't want my family to be there.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably one of the biggest. I want
1: 10 bridesmaids.
0: Yeah. That's a big compromise. So right? um, that that's a big one. And I, this is where everyone needs to be on the same page because... Yes, there's a, a sense of compromise called sacrifice, where we all need to sacrifice a little bit of something in order to make a compromise work. Um, but for the most part, you know, like it's, with the compromise factor, it does help the relationship move forward. And with marriage, for one, that wedding usually could be the bane of everyone's existence. Well,
1: the marriage, the, when you have a wedding, first of all, what is that? That's the cost, that's money. So, guess what? That's the first big purchase and your first big compromise. Because after that, then you've got to think about money, about a house. Yeah. How many kids you're gonna have? Right, like the whole relationship is constantly right. about money. So you better think about how are you going to talk about money? How are you going to come to a, um, a compromise on yeah. it? But also setting up maybe before you get married. Now I don't know how many of you've been through this, but um, the second time I got married, of course, now he had he had money. He was a successful you know, composer. Okay, so there was the talk of the. Prenup.
0: Oh yes. That's
1: fun. Oh
0: my God. Now that's that's massive compromise on that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, especially when you've got friends telling you, oh, that's so unromantic, and oh, he's just worried about his money. So if you wanted, you look at it from the glasses half emptied or half full. Mm-hmm. I chose to see it as the glass was glass was half full. He was thinking about me, my my being taken care of, right, and it all being put down on paper. But you know, so, uh, our society and uh, again dictates that that. That's not a romantic, fun thing to talk about. Yeah, but you can't live with your head up your ass either, people. You need to have these conversations because when you first get with somebody, what if they're in debt? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Let's, Good point. You got
1: to talk about debt. Some yeah. people are highly in debt.
0: Yeah, and that and they feel like, oh well, you know, I'm just going to like sweep it all under the rug. We don't yeah. have to worry about it. Well, and I then, don't
1: really want to talk about that. Yeah, and
0: then it just sneaks up and hits you one day when that big old like note comes going. Uh, I know
1: people that have gotten married. And they never had a conversation about money. And then they were surprised that their husband or significant other had money hidden away. They were actually living like roommates. Wow. So, you know, I, I have my account. You have your account. Oh, the rent or the house payments due this month or the rents due. So, okay, well, you give me a check for your half.
0: Right. Wow.
1: That's yeah, and,
0: and and by the way, I feel like most there's probably a lot of couples that do that because of the fact that a since we're going to talk the money topic first everyone makes their own money there's gonna be right. someone who makes more someone who makes less right. you know it's rare that everybody's gonna be equal footing so it's, you have to navigate your way through this whole situation about making the money where if, if you're gonna put your money into one joint account keep your separate accounts as well which is totally fine as long as you discuss all this um, my current uh, partner and I that's what we do we have a joint and we have our own accounts and sure. we you know put all everything that we need for our, our living expenses and our our everyday expenses as a couple and then we have our own personal accounts which is totally fine. But we talk about it, though.
1: Well, and that's the other, that brings me to the next point. When you have children, who's going to stay home and take care of the kids? There's got to be that conversation. And if you're both going to work, that's fine. But then you've got to think about the money aspect of, of having a, um, a nanny, nanny yeah. a babysitter, after school programs, after school programs. <laughs> is it going to be a private school or a public school? Right,
0: but that's that's so that's jumping into like the topic of the children conversation, which is a big topic as but well. But it also
1: goes back to money <laughs> 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 and these expenses that people don't seem to talk about right. until they're already in. The, the marriage has already occurred, and then all of a sudden it's well, I didn't know right. that you had this debt or that debt, or
0: yeah. And if you're, and so what Tina's saying, let's let's go back to square one with this. So, let's say you're just interested in someone, you're finally dating someone, you know, you're trying to do that whole courting, courtship thing. So, let's even as something as simple as dinner, if you guys are already like dividing the dinner ups at, at you know sp- like splitting the splitting the cost, um, that's going to start taking a play in your relationship down the road as well. So just make sure that you guys at least are on the same page. You discuss that whole aspect because all of a sudden you move into with each other. Um, now you're in a place together. Now you're bringing each other's furniture in. Now you're compromising on that as well. Um, you're compromising on like Tina said, who's going to pay the bills? Who is this your half? This is my half. Uh, should we? get a joint account together there's a lot to take with compromise when this comes and,
1: and you know it's a good thing you said that chris because yes when you are dating again the signs are there right. is somebody a frivolous spender yeah how much money do they really make is our mommy and daddy giving these people money and believe me that sounds like a young person's issue right. but it's not i know somebody who was dating someone in their 50s he was having a hard time with his ex-wife she's constantly taking him back to court for more money so he wanted to buy a car he didn't want her to know that he was getting this car okay so he had his mom and dad buy it and put oh it my in God. their names so that is ridiculous know. so believe me people this a lot of these things can sound like they're younger people's issues but they're not it runs the gamut yeah age-wise.
0: it does it does yeah i don't think there's any um age limit on compromise you know because especially when it comes to money and finances that's always going to be issues with people so um just make sure that everyone kind of find a middle ground with compromise compromising the money sense and so i think that's the best we can say with that right okay all right so we're going to move on with the next part of this and these are we have um steps that i feel like or uh, things of ways to compromise and what what are Good compromises, um, things that everyone needs to probably compromise on that we don't even really think about. And we touched upon a few, but one of the ways, obviously the biggest one is always fighting. Right. There's got to be a compromise oh, sure. in fighting. Everyone has different ways of fighting. And we've discussed it on one of our previous podcasts, The Art of Fighting Fair. But in sense, you know, like Tina, you have a different argument style than I have a different argument style. So as a couple, we would probably have to find a way to make those styles work for each other.
1: Well, and I think that's any relationship. Um, Again, part of it is getting to know this person that you're with. And I think I was—we were having this conversation before, Chris. You know, the the argument that you have and the way that you deal with it when you're first married is probably going to be different than the one that you have and the way you deal with it five years down the road or 10 years down the road. Right. Because, because different if,
0: issues come up. You,
1: different issues come up. But also I think you're knowing your partner better. Yeah. And your comfort within the relationship. Right. Right. So, you know, I know for myself, when my husband and I first had arguments in the beginning, I was always so scared. He was older than me. <laughs> and, you know, he's the one that had all the money. And, right. You know, so I kind of, I you kind took an, you took a, a passive
0: bit. approach. Yes. I took let,
1: very passive. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm like, <laughs> Fuck that. No, uh uh-uh. uh. That's not gonna happen. But, Ring uh, the bell. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs>
0: Tina, square one. Here we go.
1: No, you know, we, we definitely respect one another. But I think the comfort within the relationship and him knowing me as well as he yeah. does, he knows when I've had enough of something and I'm like, no. We need a out here because this isn't working out for me so well right now.
0: And that all starts from communication. Yes. The healthy part of this in any arguments and of fighting fair is just the communication factor, which we all know. Right. If you communicate, you know, you take a little bit off. You stay true to your guns, but at least know that you got to make sure that there's a compromise in the argument. And like Tina said, if you if one person says it's time to take a break, you know that's their style. Take a break, come back and visit again.
1: But knowing also when to approach your partner about that you know you you don't um you know if they person just lost their job that day or they just lost um, you know how much money in the stock market maybe not a great time to come <laughs> to the person and say you know i have this problem so, i want
0: you to know not the right time you know, so, all right so another uh topic we can discuss in the whole compromising uh fun of this is hobbies mutual hobbies and interests so you know. When you date someone, we all want to be on board with what that person does. You know, for instance, like, oh, my God, this person likes tennis. Hey, wait, I'm talking about myself. Um, But anyways, yes. So I want that person or that person to show some interest in it. Or at least we all make an attempt to find interest in what that person's hobbies and their mutual interests are. Right. That's compromise.
1: That's compromise. And, you know, the funny thing is I can't help but laugh. So my husband played on this entertainment league mm-hmm. uh, for uh, fast fast pitch softball for years. So when we were first dating, I went to every game. I mean, it may be a hundred degrees outside. I'm out there like schwitzing. I'm just sitting <laughs> under an umbrella. I'm so hot, but I'm like, I'm gonna go to that game. And then the minute we got married, I was like, Oh no, it's too hot out there for me. I cannot <laughs> handle this anymore. <laughs> but what
0: you did was you put in your you that was his interest, yes. and you paid attention to it. It's not to say that you have to fully engage in all aspects of it you right. know but at least show an interest in what someone likes that's compromise and
1: you're not gonna like and you know i've had this conversation before too with a, a friend of mine you don't have to like every single thing the other person absolutely does. you don't have to be interested in everything you can enjoy going to museum exhibits now maybe are the exhibits you're going to go to with your significant other always going to be the same of course you're going to there's going to be times when you're going to say you know that doesn't really interest me right or that movie doesn't really interest me right exactly or that tv show or that's what so you don't have to sit there and do everything all together all the time right. and just going to be boring
0: yeah there's nothing wrong with that like for instance what i love about my girlfriend which was amazing when we first started dating like you and I are the same we love our heavy metal rock and roll people Uh, let me tell you I Chris Lewis love heavy metal and rock and roll so um, you know we went to two concerts and it was funny we had concert weekend so there was like back to back rock concerts and god bless her soul she's up there just rocking it out with Guns N' Roses the first night and then rocking out the second night but I can bet you this right now how we're doing our Motley Crew thing when this all gets set and done she's like I don't want any part of that oh
1: that's my husband well what's incidentally Chris and I as you said we love rock and roll yes i'm praying for this pandemic to let us go to our motley crew concert in september that was postponed for a year please but, oh yeah but yeah my husband's like oh hells no. yeah you but she put in the effort time. yeah
0: she put in the effort at the oh, beginning and
1: yeah, no ray won't even put forth the effort
0: <laughs> well i want to say thank god with compromise with my relationship with my girlfriend it's one of those things where we have so much in common already and right. thank god for that so compromising is a little bit easier for us um as far as our like interests. like like music, um, we love to do the same things. We like the same foods. We like wine. you know everything we do. It's it's everything. It's, thank God, it's 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 an easy compromise.
1: Yeah, but you know too, you should have differences because isn't that what? It, it, I've introduced my husband to things, and, yeah, and, and vice versa. Exactly. That's you bring these different things to the table, and I love
0: that. And, I love and introduce that. Introduce
1: this person, and if they're if they love you, they're going to make a concerted effort to be interested, and they're not going to be all the time, right? But that's part of being in a relationship. At least right? have an open mind and yeah. like
0: try and experiment different things. So, Absolutely. which experimentation is our next subject? Oh sex life. Ooh. Whoa, this is a good one. All right, all right, people. So, compromising when, how, and when you have sex this is a big compromise some people's libidos are way more higher than other people's libidos but you got to find a middle ground somewhere in there
1: and yeah are you a morning person or an evening person i'm
0: an all day person
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you got to keep it spicy you know you want to try to mix it up you right. don't want it to be like Two o'clock every Wednesday in the bedroom. Boring. Right, right.
0: But at least the okay. Just let's nick the boring part of that. But at least there's a compromise schedule on that. So I think that's okay because that's one part of the compromise. If if you if you're trying if your schedules are uber busy, yeah. you got to make time for date nights. You have to make time just the same as making time for sex.
1: Because if you don't, and Chris and I have covered this, if you don't make time for sex, what happens? You go to the friends. Yeah,
0: I don't want to be dating my friends. No, yeah. no.
1: I, I had that happen to me once. I date, ended up dating someone. I And I loved him dearly, but he ended up, ended up feeling like a brother. Okay, yeah. It wasn't um, a romantic relationship yeah, that, anymore. That's when I knew that... Sorry, I just parts. I
0: just lost you out when you said brawl. Yeah, uh, I just lost you there. it's I just, like you know, it's like I, I love know. you like
1: a bro. Oh, that's like the, a that's the
0: knife in every guy's back oh, to hear yeah, that saying.
1: Absolutely, and it, but you got to keep it spicy. You've Got to yeah. keep it fresh, and then realize you know what? If if this other person is working from you know seven in the morning till ten o'clock at night, if they're a you know a frontline responder or teacher or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have to respect that time that they may. They're tired. They may yeah. not feel like doing it when you want to do it. Right. Maybe you've been at home all day with the kids, or maybe you have a really fun job that, you know, you, it keeps your libido going. Exactly. So there's going to, more time, more often than not, you're probably not going to be on the same page.
0: Right. So this Just is, saying. so what Tina's trying to say is you've got to find a middle ground. You have yes. to meet in the middle somewhere. Yes. on um, um, that might be that Wednesday, that boring Wednesday you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's that way. <laughs> That Wednesday between my show at eight (laughs) o'clock and my show that comes on ten, you gotta you gotta with little small little window. You know what? As long as that window has
0: a lot of spice (laughs) and fireworks going off, I'll take that window all Wednesday long. So, all right. So let's what about let's talk about this, Tina. So we talked about where we discussed a little bit on finances as well. You know about uh, about the whole thing about you know joint bank accounts and what you're going to do with the the rent and all that jazz. We've covered all that, and I think a lot of people out there, if you're struggling with it, just Sit down with your partner, discuss it, and say, "Hey, look, we need to make some changes here." And
1: especially, also, when there's major purchases, you need to have a conversation about that. Yeah, you don't that's go a out good and one. Just buy a house or buy a car, and yes, people, that really does happen. There are people that really go out and buy homes or buy cars or make major purchases without consulting the other person not cool right and
0: not cool. No, nothing makes someone feel bad when that person goes but it's my money i can do what i want with it oh yeah oh, you
1: No. Know, yeah. that that's i mean re- especially really when you're in a
0: relationship great. with someone that you love it's like seriously
1: yeah well i work more than you do
0: it's like fine go work somewhere else right you know wor- once you go work it off <laughs> somewhere else okay so now let's lead into this one we're going to talk about parenting habits you know we talked about the children with money and yes i get all that with school and everything yeah. but parenting habits same way you have to learn if you're you're coming and you know you're going to talk about having a baby and you're in this joint relationship. Now, it's the thing about, well, how do you discipline versus my way I discipline? How do you handle this thing versus that? How are we going to talk about what school they're going to go to? Well, I'm Catholic. What? You're what? You're Episcopalian? I don't know. Whatever.
1: Well, I'm going to defer to you on this because I very wisely chose not to have children. So I can just only relate in that even with our dogs. Okay that's a major conversation yes and do you know our biggest fights are over how much food that, that he feeds the dogs because i think he <laughs> overfeeds them and they're fat and we get into fights over that i cannot imagine if we had children well oh
0: i can goodness. tell you this i've compromised by having the dog <laughs> sleep with us at night that's a compromise that i never would have thought i would have given into but because i love my girlfriend so much that's a compromise i was willing right. to make on but that
1: you note. but you and your um and your ex-wife have a very open relationship in the way you deal with kids correct
0: well i mean open in which way though like well we- i
1: mean it's a conversation on uh, what's going on with school their studies with after school right. programs um, yeah sports.
0: it's it's an open dialogue but that's once again like you said about um, the way you fight and argue it's it's always changing because the kids are growing and they're getting older so there's always going to be something new or something different and we need to we need the pivot there's an ebb and flow with that as well and i we try to stay on the same page and we're not going just we're not gonna agree on everything which I wouldn't expect anyone to but at least um, we will say okay I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say and try to be better about that and adhere to maybe what she wants, same as what she might want from me.
1: Right. And that's going to be really hard for those of us, you know, as my husband has um, two kids that aren't that much younger than myself, so they're not really kids. Um, but when you have a blended family like that, there's always going to be a lot of compromise.
0: Yeah, that's true. And that's the same leading into speaking of family as an overall, when you're blending families in general, where do you spend your um, holidays? You know, as far as Christmas, Thanksgiving, that's a compromise in itself. Oh, Taking at, the visit.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially
0: if your parents live here in town and the other person's parents are far away. These are huge compromises and people get in massive arguments because of this stuff.
1: Holidays always bring out the ugly in people anyway. Yeah. Yeah, let alone when you have mixed families. And that's why you have to make that compromise. Hey, maybe this year is with my family. Next year is with your family. Um, but yeah, there's always got to be a conversation, and it's not going to be an easy one.
0: No, it's that's not going to be an easy one. But I'm hoping that you love both families, and it's not so bad. And I'm very thankful that I love all the families around me, so I don't I don't have that problem. I'm right. happy to see whomever, whenever. Right. I'd rather go to theirs versus mine, though. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I love you guys so much. Um, All right. And speaking of that, about family now, what about, you know, spending time together and time apart? Everyone needs some independence time.
1: Well, that's true. And uh, along with that is vacations. You know, I'm very fortunate that I have been able to go on some vacations with friends that my husband has chosen not to go on uh, because he's traveled a lot himself and he just really wasn't that interested in going back to Africa and on a three leg trip, eight right. to nine hours each leg. So right. you know, and again, that's knowing yourself well enough to know and respecting your partner enough to say, Hey, you wanna go on that trip, please do, but I'm not um, and I think what you're saying too is just even spending, if you want to go out with your friends the exactly. evening. Or, right. Some
0: people get super jealous. Some people get super, um, what's your word? I'm not attached, but I'm super possessive. Possessive. And they don't even allow that to happen. Possessive, so, controlling. Yeah. And that's that's just horrible. I mean, I would never want to be in that situation. I can only hope that most of you guys are out there just super laid back. If you're trustworthy of your partners and quite frankly, we all need our time to ourselves. Oh,
1: absolutely. My husband's thrilled when I leave the house and yeah. go, to a, to go to a friend's house to have a glass of wine because then he'll practice his piano. Right. He'll read or watch whatever news he wants to watch. I mean, come on. We all have things that we want to do yeah. that our, maybe our partner, again, doesn't really, they're not really interested in doing. So why not let that person go for out for a couple of hours? Instead
0: of them sitting there looking miserable at you because right. you didn't let them go in the first place. But
1: that's, you know, again, we know people that that's an argument. Yeah, right? it's that's a an huge argument. argument.
0: It's funny on that note that um, the other day, you know, my girlfriend, she was out on a hike with a bunch of her girlfriends and so I had my I had my kids that week this past weekend and um so she calls and she hey you know what are we doing for lunch and i go well and but Everyone was in the car. Hey, Chris. I was like, hey, girls, how's it going? And I go, well, honey, you don't have to come home. I mean, stay out with your girlfriend. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I go, you're with them. Hang out with them. Stay out as long as you want to. I mean, I'm not going to be like, the, the, like the, the dark cloud over someone's fun. The buzzkill. The buzzkill. I never want to be anybody's buzzkill. Well, which buzz are you
1: coming home? You know,
0: I need you right now. Yeah. For what? You right. know, Just to stare at me and longer. <laughs> a,
1: so you can be pissed at me? Because some people, you know what? Let's just be honest. Some people are just miserable people. Some people might not be happy spending the weekend with their kids yeah, and because they're not happy spending the weekend with they them. They don't want you to be happy either. <laughs> so well, come like, home and be miserable with me.
0: Like I said, I'm a happy compromised kind of guy. <laughs> what was that word I used for? compromise sensation or something? <laughs> well, I'm going to look that out. It's probably right. going to be a word after today. But I always feel like, you know, let everyone have their time and space because when you're together, it makes it that much more special.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, totally. and again, um I think these things are very evident when you're dating. So keep an eye out for these things people. When people are showing you their true colors, and it's not going to change that much usually unless they're just a Jekyll and Hyde. The signs are there before you, <laughs> before you move in or yeah, marry Hopefully this
0: person. you catch it in time because we all know a lot of people out there saying,
1: well, we've been dating for four
0: years and this and that, and this person's still in their ways. I'm like, so after you get married, that's going to change how? How's, why? why? Well, hey,
1: you know, I watch all those murder things on Sundays you know this person married this person and everything was just so great and they had no idea they had a secret life because they don't check in all of a sudden one day she disappears and no one's no one's seen betty lou in oh. six months and <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta stay with those shows girls you gotta stay with those shows my mind's
1: like ah <laughs> well you know so we're,
0: we're gonna start wrapping this up guys but for the most part just make sure communication is key to compromise compromise increases a healthy growing relationship because there's never anything that's going to be around the corner that's going to jump at you and be like oh my god like i never knew that this was the case
1: and if you think just if you think that listen to me i'm like my thoughts are scrambling um tina's
0: trying to compromise her thoughts right now. exactly
1: they're struggling If you think that just because you don't talk about it That the problem isn't there, or that it's going to go away, or if you don't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist, it does, and it's only going to make your relationship go downhill. Um, You can't be afraid to have a conversation. If the person loves you, they're going to want to work it out. If they respect you enough, they're going to want to talk about it. So if you think you can bury your head in the sand... It, you can.
0: Right. And what Tina's also um, getting at is that don't be so passive all the time about certain things. Yes. Like I said, we can make sacrifices sometimes for the other to get to give them what they want, which is part of the ying yin of a relationship. I'm okay with that. Um, but if you're just, you know, if someone asks you to compromise where you're feeling uncomfortable, or if you think that you know what, you're just doing it just to make this person to appease this person, make them feel like okay because it's their way or the highway. That that's not fair. So I think that you need to stand on your own two feet, stand your ground, make make your compromises, and make your point known. If you're not happy with the compromise. Don't do it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I know sometimes I think Chris and I sound like you're just going to put on a a smiley face and everything's going to be okay. It's not, you know what? Sometimes it is an argument and sometimes you do have to stand up for yourself. And there's sometimes there are bullies in these relationships. And I know I have felt that way before and had had to stand up and say, no, this isn't, this isn't working for me. This isn't right for me and I'm not going to do it. So, um, but it's just in, I guess how you perceive that information, Mm -hmm. how your partner wants to take that, but not. Everything is going to just be ho hum. Okay, great, and everything's perfect.
0: Everything comes up smelling roses.
1: But there is definitely a way that you can communicate about it and respect one another enough so that it shouldn't turn into some sort of um, "I hate you and I want a divorce."
0: (laughs) Tina's being very scholarly right now. I'm looking at this whole new like light. Wow, that was very, very. Thank you. It doesn't happen very often, Chris. But when it does. (laughs) all right well like i said very well said i'm very that sounds amazing all right everyone so now we are going to um answer a question okay okay are you ready for this because i have lots of questions people have been writing thank you first of all for dming us and sending in questions and stuff so i'm going to pick a question today tina and i'm gonna have you start this one off so i'll read it to you and then we can figure it out okay so all right here's one here um this one is uh let's see what's we're gonna do let's try to keep it close on the process um okay so i'm just gonna pick this one what are let's see
1: my goodness
0: sorry i mean there's tons of questions questions. i know great (laughs) okay here's one here's one it's a compromise this is very close that's what i was trying to look for why do i find it so hard to open up to my new partner about what is bothering me and what i want in the relationship
1: because you just said it, it's a new partner. So you're still trying to figure this person out, right? When, you're, when you are have a new partner, you don't know how they're gonna receive information. You don't know what you're gonna say, if it's gonna upset them. You might really like them, might not wanna hurt their feelings. You're not sure where the relationship is going. And that's a really easy one. But if you wanna stay in this relationship and you think there's any possible, you think this is somebody that could be long-term, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to ask the
0: yeah. question. You're gonna have to grow some balls. Is what you say? You're gonna you have say. to grow
1: some balls, and you're gonna have to just. Um, you can't just sit. The more you let, the more you don't say something, the more you let something fester. Yeah. It right. can make you very unhappy, and then all of a sudden you don't want to be in this relationship right. anymore.
0: And this is why, for my take, now I'm going to give you the Chris Lewis answer because okay. you know. The, oh, let me enlighten this whole situation. That oh, was a very good oh, answer, Tina. But I'm going to I'm going to go one step farther. Please all do. right. Well, first of all. I want everyone to always realize this, you know, Nothing should bother your... When you're in a relationship and you feel like something's going to bother your partner, I mean, that's a problem right there, which means that you need to have a voice from the beginning. I feel like everybody in a relationship at this point in time when you're dating someone, stand on your own two feet and have a voice. If you have a voice, your partner knows, okay, this person is confident, they they know what they want, and that's virtually it. So but should, we
1: don't even know what the question is. You know well, what I mean? This could be something as mundane as like, do you like hammer chicken? This is true. Are you a vegetarian? Or it could be... you know. No, i was beaten as a child and so when you say this to me it makes right. me react this way okay so this could really run the game this is this okay this something
0: is deep. A, this is a thank you for saying that i i can see You're that welcome. so i guess just tread lightly but you know don't ever be afraid to talk to someone and the worst that could happen is someone's going to look at you with like a crazy eye and and that could be disappointing, but you're hoping that this person's going to be with open arms and loving and caring and, and embrace whatever you have to say and try to, you know, help to be better or whatever you need with. Or
1: if it's not what you want to hear, depending on how um, how important the question is to you, that might be a clue to you that maybe this isn't the person for you and it's time to move on. Yeah
0: yeah that's a good point so so just um i i would just basically just ask what you need to ask and just see what they say you got to sometimes just put it out there to get to and most this could of the time be a good
1: litmus test yeah,
0: that's a very good point point. and most of the time you'd be surprised at how much people can handle and all of a sudden you're like wow i would never would have thought that they would have thought this way
1: absolutely it can make you fall more in love with them
0: right oh thanks tina <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's talking about me again. My bad. All right, everyone. That's another episode. Um, Tina, do you have anything to say before we go?
1: Thank you guys so much. Again, keep the questions coming in because it really is great. And we love hearing from you and, and, and what the episodes mean for you.
0: Yeah, thank you. And make sure, like Tina said, just DM us on our social medias, anything dating intelligence on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, whatever you want to use. But please keep the questions going. We appreciate you guys so much.
1: Until next time, keep it fresh. Keep it
0: fresh, people. Have a great day.